Hoosier Nation, what's up? Sherm, Jay, Rad here, uh, coming post Notre Dame, uh, pre-Arkansas, uh, big win for the Hoosiers, 64-62 over Notre Dame in Bankers Life Fieldhouse. We're up by 17 points. I almost shit my pants because we lost. I was at Kilroy's. Guys, I'm bringing you in. Uh, you were there with me. I mean, what were your thoughts originally on this? I've never got to talk this early in the cast. So I, uh, I appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> uh, no, that, uh, we were at Kilroy's. We had a corner table. Uh, all the fans were out. I, uh, you know, I got a lot of a lot of looks while I was while I was there watching the game. People noticed. People me. noticed you. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, I mean, your voice is very recognizable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a good time there though, and that was a good win. And uh, yeah, it was nerve wracking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess they gave us a game. No, no, it goes back to I mean, obviously disappointed they gave up that lead, but. I mean, they won. I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those scenarios that I mean, I the look on shirt Jeff's or yeah, it's my I mean, name. It's his name <laughs> on Sherman's face. <laughs> uh, halfway through when they lost that lead, I thought he was gonna blow blow a gasket at Kilroy's. I did not though. I did not. You I held it together. You were in control. You had one of your uh, nemesis nemesi there, uh, mm-hmm. Butler fan. Yeah. Well, I mean, Timmy Knight, whatever. You know, he can say what you want. He can say what you want about it. But they won the game. I think that's the biggest thing. Where you, you can, you know, kind of sit back and you can say, you win, you lose, whatever. And I think there's a lot of people in the media that want to really nitpick Indiana about what they can do, what they can't do. At the end of the day, they won the game, and I think that's what you really have to look down to. And they blew it. They blew a 17-point lead, and they came back. They persevered. They got the lead. Armand Franklin, kudos, hit a big shot. I mean, so I don't want to really belabor because we're, you know, we're past the Christmas holiday. We're about a week past the game, so Indiana won. But I really want to get into next steps. And there's a couple things I want to talk about. Namely, you know, number one, the Arkansas game. Yeah, I mean, that's big. But there's another thing I want to get into is about the philosophy, the way Indiana plays. And there's some people in the fan base that aren't happy with it. So I would guess I'll just give it to you guys up front. Are you happy with the way Indiana plays? They're eleven and one, kind of mucking it up. I mean, I want to open it up and hear what you guys have to say. What are like the? I mean, I guess what are the criticisms then that they are they play like what eighties or nineties style basketball where they're playing kind of slow? I mean, is that? I, I thought they were a transition team. So what are we? What are we getting at here? You know, like I don't I'm just, understand. I'm just saying what people say to me. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I guess. Okay. I don't. <laughs> It seems like a dumb question to me. I don't know. Okay. I mean, the only I, thing, the only philosophy means, that I think that matters is that you get guys to play hard and play for each other. And I think this team, I saw a couple instances on uh, Saturday where these guys had each other's backs, played hard, persevered, and that's the first step. I mean, that's all that matters. The first step of a national championship team, which we're, you know, I think I'm kind of expecting this year. Okay. Well, you know, I threw some things out there on Twitter. I just wanted, I really wanted to check the temperature because. You know, I don't know. What's the temperature? The, what, what's your temperature here? I mean, let me let me let me let me lay the question out. So Josh laid this out there, and he said, "Why doesn't Archie adapt to post two thousands basketball and establish a shooting culture at Indiana? They're uh, about to have their worst three year span shooting the ball." Yeah, I mean, we talked so about this my, at the beginning my, of the year. Though we my one about thing, and, and Josh and I went back on DM. Do you want Tom Crean to come back? Well, you gotta get better shooters in general. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna have to. Recruit. Tom Crean had shooters, yeah, and he, he's gonna have to recruit better shooters. Uh-huh. Um, and, and we are in, you know, I mean, we're in the third year recruiting, so I, I agree with the yeah. well, second year, I guess, yeah, second, third, whatever, yeah, same thing, right? So, 
my, my question to Josh would be, and I think Josh does bring up a valid argument of, do you want Tom Crean to come back? Because he's going to turn the ball over 24 times a game, but he's going to shoot a bunch of threes. So I get where Josh is coming from, but at the same time, like I think people are just going to have to get used to losing or winning ugly. Is that fair? For this team, yeah. We've talked about it numerous times. You know, I mean, you, it's a win, a win's a win here. There's nothing we can be disappointed about. 11-1, right? Yeah, they gave up a big lead. I mean, I think that was concerning. Um, but they they won the game. So, I, I don't know. I, there's You have two types of people that watch sports, right? You have people that are positive and people that are negative. And if you want to constantly be negative, I don't even... You can be objective on some level, but this team, I think, is one superstar away from being really good. I don't, they don't have that one guy yet, and I think that's where... That's not saying Archie hasn't got that guy yet, but they, uh, man, they're just one real stud away from being really as, good. As many teams are, right? There, there's many teams that are one star away. As we're recording this, we're watching, uh, you know, Louisville and Kentucky, and I look at these two teams, and they don't really scare me. And I, quite frankly, no team really scares me in college basketball. I think it's a, it's, it's a college open, basketball. It's an open year. It's a college like, basketball epidemic. Yeah. And I think that you just have to take the wins. And my my theory with Indiana, it's a it's a path to 21 wins. I think you have to get the 21 wins to be solidified, to feel safe about the tournament, to not even worry about it. We talked about you, this last time. That that's them going what 10 and 10 on the, the Big Ten. Uh, yeah, but I oh, I don't know if that's a successful year. I'm, but I'm not saying it's it is or it isn't. I'm just telling you what is needed to be done in order to do that, which means you have to beat uh, Arkansas. And you got to win nine conference games. But if you start looking at, based on the BPI, Indiana has the toughest schedule remaining in the in the country, including Arkansas. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that's a reason why they put some of these uh, cream puffs in the, in the pre-conference schedule. I mean, a lot of people had problems with it. They don't have one when they're 11-1. We're, we're about to find out what kind of team they are. Exactly. <laughs> if you play in the Big Ten, you don't, you don't need to play, like, especially a team that's not established – you don't need to play a tough pre-conference schedule. It's not even necessary. I don't know why that's even a debate. You know, it is the debate. I almost use an analogy that I, <laughs> I, I, I thought about an analogy and I and I stopped myself because it was going to be vulgar. But you've never been vulgar on this cast. Yeah, but I mean, so. you don't have to prove how big your dick is if you can prove how big your dick what? is. So I mean, I don't even know what else to say. So yeah. I'll know, tell you I don't who, care uh, how big or not it is. Showing off is LSU's at 48-14 now. How about that? Yeah, that's Joe Burrow. Is that your transition from the dick comment? Well, I that, that now that now it's forty nine to fourteen. Go so. Tigers. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that's yeah. But I mean, like, it really is just trying to prove how big you are or not. And I think at the end of the day, any just needs to win basketball games, and they'll take care of itself. So yeah. apologize about the DIC key cake. Whatever it is, D S E K comment, dick comment. I guess dick. Okay, fine. We use the word dick on this podcast. You said some words. Cock stuff. balls. Cock balls. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. So, um, stepping away from that, is there anybody on this team right now where you really kind of look at it and say, I don't know why they're in the rotation? Um. And when I say rotation, I mean. Not quite yet. I mean, Justin, I, Justin Smith's getting 35 minutes a rip. D- Durant, is that too much? No. I no, think he no. has to just from a physical it, standpoint. I mean, he's a specimen. Uh, he'll play. He'll be fine. He, you know, he's 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 going to be fine. I, I think uh, the one guy I'm concerned about, I'll tell you what, he gets a lot of open shots, um, but Deron Davis like, can't make a bucket, dude. 
he like right in the cup. <laughs> he's I mean, he, he I, I love the, the passion he plays with, but whenever he comes in, he gets like an offensive foul and a pick in the first minute that he's in, and then he blows like two layups that are just right in the cup. And I don't get how you, I still don't, you know, I'm not a 6'10 guy. I don't get how you can be that tall and not not make an open layup. Well, I like I don't even I still do not get that NBA player. Everybody does it. Like I don't understand how that's even possible. I keep talking about Jerome Hunter as a guy that I think had the biggest upside I've ever seen, but just can't either. He's still hurt, still in his own head. I just he just he does nothing for me right now. Well, he's fine, man. He's where he's come back from an injury. I, I don't want to be too hard on Jerome. And Hunter. you you might be listening to this. Hopefully, after we beat Arkansas, by the time this all comes out, but uh, it'll come out prior to that. And I think with Jerome Hunter, the body's there, the, the open shots are there, and he's just not hitting them. And at the end of the day, there there will come a point in time where Archie Miller says, you're not hitting the shots, you're not going to play. Yeah, I think that's fair. You know, if you're not hitting the that. shots, if you're wide open, you're just not going to play. So I want to I want to wow. touch on one other person. So no, Robert Notice Tennyson, is out to you, Jerome. No, I'm just saying what it is. If you can't hit the shots, then you're not going to play. Rob Fennessy. Against Notre Dame, really bad. Yeah. Really bad performance. Still another we, situation where I think injury is still hindering him a little bit. And you took the question right out of my mouth. Sorry. Is it an aberration or is it something we need to focus on? So I want to say that. he's still recovering physically, mentally maybe. I don't. So, I hope so. So Joey Brunk, shout out to him, showed up at Kilroy's. I want to get into this. <laughs> yeah. I want to get into this a little bit. So Joey Brunk shows up at Kilroy's, has a beer with us. Uh, he, he, he may not have known that it was us, but it I, was us. Well, I, I hate this quote, but living your best life is something that he might be doing right now. Why would he not be? <laughs> yeah. Do you have a problem with Joey showing up and drinking a Mick Ultra or five uh, who, who, at Kilroy's? Who would have a problem with that? I don't know. You know, I, I don't think so. No, I don't Millennials? <laughs> Some people listen to this podcast. <laughs> I can't believe he was out late. It was 4.30, by the way. Yeah, it was, like, it was like two hours after the game. I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't have. I, I mean, mean, got good looking hair. I him explaining how much he loves IU, being down there, and how the culture and just. I mean, oh, he brought he, he brought you back to college for he about loves, five minutes. He loves the college. Life. I mean, so, that's no, refreshing. I want, right, I want you to, to expound on that a little bit. So he came from Southport. He went to Butler, right? That was cute, and everything's cool. But he went to <laughs> IU. And he talked about how much he loves the pageantry and everything about IU and just. So I want you to talk a little bit more about that. You think it means a little more to him? No, I mean, I think, you know, you, you choose a school for a reason as a player. And Butler may have been a better fit basketball-wise when, uh, you know, when he got out of high school. But at some point in time, I mean, the campus life, the atmosphere, the environment has to come into play. And that's where I always think recruiting-wise, IU has to be still, I mean, obviously above every state school. So – and, and you look at it from the standpoint of Trace Jackson Davis, Joey Brunk, Armand Franklin, Rob Fantasy down the line, right? Kids that are from India, they know what it's like. Well, was Fantasy our first Lafayette recruit? I mean, since the 50s yeah. or something like that. <laughs> really? So that's something a, crazy. That's a, pretty, so that's a pretty wild I, I think from a standpoint of that, you have to continue to secure the Southern Indiana if they're good enough. And in, in, I mean, in Indianapolis, you have to. Yeah. And you look at Trace, I mean, yes. Yeah. The kid is good. Like, I think we can go out and say he's good. 
I mean, he's, he's I think he's our 10. best uh, average. He's a walking advertisement for IU for, for why to come to IU. He loves it. I mean, he seems why to be the happiest man I've ever yeah, seen. He, in my he, life. No, he he seems like he is living it up probably yeah. there as well. Another I, guy. I just, his best but life. can I say one thing before you go, Jay? Yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the smartest players I've seen play at Indiana in a very very long time, and one of the smarter big men, sans Cody Zeller that I've seen, and, and yes, he was a five-star. He came in very heralded, but we were talking amongst friends earlier today that nobody saw him being as good as he is now, and he's about to go into the lion's den now. I think, yeah, so... I, so we'll see. Well, his confidence is crazy for a freshman, so that's that's really wild. Is he 19? Yeah, I mean, he's still 18. I don't, I don't, who cares about that, I guess? But yeah. for an 18, 19-year-old kid to be that confident is incredible. And he had a lot of pressure on him coming in. He's supposed to be like the savior, right? Uh, since Romeo. I don't. Left. I don't think he had that much pressure. That's just me. I, I thought Cody Zeller had more pressure is, than he did coming in. But uh, yeah, that could be true. But he is going in the lines in here because the big knock on him is how is he going to play against really, really physical competition? He plays physical. He's a little bit smaller than. Um, <laughs> I see your head nod there. <laughs> well, we're watching. We're watching Kentucky Louisville overtime. Guy misses two fucking free throws. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, I, I'm sorry, Jake. Go I, ahead. I don't even know where I was going. I saw your face drift off. And I was Are you like, kidding me? I mean, make a fucking free throw, you bum. I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, Trace, great player. I want to ask you, though, Dale Davis is now back in the picture. What do you think about that? He's showing up around. I, you what know, do you what's think? The, what's the situation there? Well, I, I think Trace didn't even know he was his dad until he was like 15. So, so now uh, he's showing up. I don't know if we can talk intelligently about that. We'll, uh, <laughs> That's probably a good thing to keep us there. I just, <laughs> yeah. Don't go there. Don't go there. Not a good idea. Are we look. cutting that? From, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll cut that from the podcast. No, we're not, we're not going to cut it, but we're just not going to touch it. <laughs> we won't touch it. I can. We, we can get some more information on it and speak intelligently on it, but right now we want to not touch that. I like that. Okay. Topic. I'm, I'm still. I am <laughs> still pissed. I'm sorry. Two free throws and you fucking... You kidding me? You can't hit one? So what, what a freaking bum. Give us a give us a little premise of what you're talking about here. So it's Kentucky, yeah. Louisville. Kentucky, Louisville. You, you hate, can't hit one free throw? You hate Kentucky. Of course. Yeah. yeah. That's off his foot. I mean, what are we talking about here? Yeah. No, we're going to cut all this from the podcast anyway. <laughs> but at the end of the day. We're, we're the going rogue. Day, or, I'm sorry. Or, or we're going rogue now, baby. No, we're not cutting. Rogue one. No. All right. So, all right. Mandalorian. <laughs> Give the people what they want. This is what they want. Yeah, this, is, this may be what you want. If you want, then come over to my house. <laughs> you get way more of that. Okay. So, get back on track. So, I'll back on track yeah. with Trace. All right. Yes. player. So. No. So, what? So, I think what you said, too, is that he's a player... He reminds me of not saying Kevin Love or Dennis Robin, but he seems to have a knack for finding the right place to be, whether it's a rebound, whether it's, I mean, a loose ball. He just seems to be in the right place at the right time. And that seems to have a very uh, DeMontis Sabonis quality yeah, to him. Sabonis and like Kevin Love, like very similar game there. Uh, he's not, he can't shoot like Kevin Love, but I'm, it, the way they, they talk about rebounding in a, in a manner that like, he sees angles that people don't. Like he knows, like when, he knows where the balls. He just, he's not just lucky, man. Like he's in the right place at the right time because he's good. He's a cerebral player. So like a Joe Burrow. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Joe Tigers. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know me, or maybe most of you don't, uh, but I'm a Bengals fan, and Joe Burrow is currently, I don't know, what, what what's he got? Rat forty nine, forty nine, fourteen. I mean, the guy's incredible. Number one pick. Uh, go Bengals, go Tigers. 
Right. So <laughs> that's really oh, he's got four hundred and three uh, yards and seven <laughs> touchdowns tonight. He has seven he passing has... touchdowns. What? Is that a record? <laughs> in the first half. That's in the first half. <laughs> so yeah, when anybody tells me don't draft Joe Burrow, he has seven touchdowns. You know, right. Do you, do you know the over/under bet disagree. on him? Uh, no, listen, to the over/under bet on his touchdowns is two and a half tonight. Really? Well, I guess uh, we hit that then. Seven touchdowns. So let, well, let's take a break. We'll come back. Yeah, we're reevaluate. Gonna, yeah, I like it. I like it. What the fuck? The over under. So we talked a lot about uh, Trace and Arkansas and Notre Dame and blah, 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 blah. But I want to talk about something that was near and dear to me at this holiday season. That's Die Hard. Guys, what do you think about Die Hard? <laughs> die Hard is a captivating. So I did not know how big of a part it was of your life i watched it twice all the way through this christmas season that's it i I think you may have clocked in at what maybe 30 to 40 times and that's like not a lie actually at least checked in i would say probably like 13 13 full views 30 to 40 i guess (laughs) take the under on that well i i'm glad they do the same thing they do as christmas story because i i as much as i like christmas story i like die hard a little better so if they do a 24-hour marathon on christmas I'm dialed in. It's an endless, uh, endless gift factory. So you had you on our text feed. You had some of the greatest gifts in response <laughs> to anything I've ever seen. A very exciting stuff. Very exciting. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. Dun dun dun, delightful. So our pal, okay, you got you got four main characters in this goddamn movie. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hans, Booby. You got Al Pal. You got John McClane. And you got... Uh, we should say Ellis has got to be in there. Come on. I mean, Ellis is... <laughs> Ellis is a small part. He's a, he's, yeah, but he's he, the... He might be a highlight part. He is the most part. elite part of the movie. So, <laughs> I mean, let's say those are your four guys. Holly Gennaro. Holly. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, much. For oh, I forgot you changed your last name to Gennaro. Yeah. 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 Which is a big, big part of the, you know, the script. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen Die Hard, we'll go fuck yourself. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I like Holly Gennaro. Like Come it. out to the coast, so, have a good time, have a few laughs. So what do you think, you know, honestly, with Die Hard, where does it rank in your holiday season of must-watch? It's number one. It's the only watch. I, I, I'm i done with Christmas movies outside of Christmas, Christmas Vacation's good. Yeah, Christmas. I, st- I still don't watch it start to finish, so like, I like Die Hard. Give me my detonators. What are the detonators? (laughs) Hans. Hans. Hey, all I can say is ho, ho, ho. I mean, I now have a machine gun. I I like, I like getting the fact that you don't have that sweatshirt today kills me. Which which sweatshirt is this? That sweatshirt. (laughs) I was thinking so hard off the top of my head to talk like Takagi to see what kind of time. Takagi, rest in peace. I mean, guys, brains blown out because he wouldn't go with the code. There's a lot that goes. He was that. a he was a valiant person though. Well, a little do you um, yeah. know, I guess, about the movie. It's Jeff Sherman lived and worked a few miles away from Nakatomi Tower. No, yes, not a few miles next door. You were like, yeah. it was in the highlight, view. No highlight of my career. I walk into the office. I put my computer down. I get settled in. You I knew this was the job. Boom, what is next door to me? 
Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi Plaza. Hey, I'm down here in Nakatomi Nakatomi Plaza turning my car into Swiss cheese. I mean, that is Al (laughs) Pal to a T. That's all I can think about. I'm looking at this. That's all I can think about. I love Die Hard. Sorry for those of you that had to sit through this, but I love the movie. I really want to kind of relate Die Hard back to IU basketball. Ooh, yes. So, yes. if you were... <laughs> this is exciting. I just Welcome got... to the party, pal. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. So, if you were... Would you say that Bob Knight is the John McClain of Indiana basketball? No. Ooh. In what manner? I mean, I mean, if he's not, then who is? Ooh. Is uh, is Bobby coming back to any games this no, year? No, 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 that's not what I ask. <laughs> okay. Is is Bob Knight the John McClain of Indiana basketball? So you're saying like I, the, I, I kind of don't know where you're going with that. Yeah, are you saying like the savior? Is he like the savior of Indiana John basketball? John McClain's timeless. Bob Knight is he the history of I? Is it the only people remember or care about? I guess. So when you think Die Hard, what do you think? Uh, John McClain. Archie Miller. I like Ellis, but oh, you think you think Archie Miller. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big. I'm a big. I'm a big. When I say Dyer, what do you think? Archie Miller? What the fuck are you talking about right now? Cut it all. This whole thing's got cut it all. Go Tigers. So we were originally going to cut all that nonsense you just heard, but I have to go back to Jay on this. We were talking about Die Hard, and I said, when you think of Die Hard and you go, Archie Miller. <laughs> so what in the hell are you talking about? Uh, you know, the brand of basketball. We're going to go back to 80s, 90s basketball. People don't like it. He likes hard defense. We want more three-point shooters or whatever. You know, uh, we're 12-1. and 11-1. We're going to be 12-1 <laughs> no. after tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, get off the guy's dick, dude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. A lot of dick talks tonight. Yeah. A lot of dick hop talk off. tonight. Hop I mean, off his dick. Hop on, hop off, right? <laughs> uh, I think it's the biggest thing. And uh, so... You guys okay over there? Yeah, right. yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I'm that's actually doing better, better than ever after that. That's why I have little a, jingle. A regular glass versus a, a plastic one. Oh, I'm doing okay. fine, dude. So I want to, but I, as you said this, I can see John McClain and Archie Miller looking like each other. So I started to imagine in my mind of Archie Miller in Nakatomi Plaza as John McClain and him reenacted, and I'm dying laughing. Everything possible, but there's one scene. Where does he fit in at? Where does Archie fit in at? And can you guys guess? <laughs> you got shot in the intro. When he's running <laughs> when he's running across the glass, dude. Shoot. And I think of, I think the, I think of the glass as the Indiana fans, the haters, dude, the haters of the glass going in his feet. So. Bet you think that one was coming? I think Rat knows this scene. Where he's got the lighter and he's in like this. He lights it up and he's like, oh, come out to the coast, get together, have a few laughs, whatever. Uh, that's Archie, like, hey, go to Indiana, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Now he's like, I'm fucked, right? Yeah. Like, that's pretty much where Archie Miller is right now. Yeah. Even though he's 11 and 1, he could be. Oh, he, know, he can't he'd be win. 25 and 6, and people would be calling for his head. So yeah. I think, hey, we get together. Hi, haters. Hi, haters. haters. <laughs> so that's my diehard bit. Uh, so, not to get serious on this note, oh, but go. so go, going back to what you just said, last year, if you would have said we we're 11 and 1, 
I think we would have thought we were a national championship contender. We were having the best season we've had in a while. This year, fans seem to not be content or happy. Like it's a, it's a weird year for me. There's no, there's, I don't know. They just seem to be. It's a Romeo Langford. It's all about that. You think it's so? It's a Romeo Langford syndrome. You of think that the way we had a quote unquote best player in the country? Yeah. Uh, we're this good. We're ranked. We're this. We're that. And what happened after that? And they didn't and, go to the tournament. And, and I so. will tell you that I don't know anything about the the injury. Yes, Romeo was injured. I don't know. He still had a really good year. Jawan. I think the team's completely different this year. But I do think Rat that if Romeo Langford's on your team, you got to make the term right. Oh, the expectations go up. Through mean, the roof. Yeah. So you're at that point, and then they hit the skids, and they couldn't. And we don't know. I'm not there, right? There's a lot of rumors that go on about these are 18 to 22-year-old kids. You know, people sleeping with each other's girlfriends, all that. I don't know if any of that's true, and I don't care if it's true. I think right? it's true. And, well, Jay, of course you you would do something like that. Yeah, no, you sorry son of a bitch. You would do <laughs> some shit like that. Maybe right? on the down low. I, you know, I would, I would sneak around. Do you th- but do you think Archie no, Miller, I'm just kidding. Do no, you I'm think Archie Miller cares about that kind of crap? No. And I think that you don't. You have not, at least up to this point, heard any type of chatter about that. We'll see how the rest of the year goes. I mean, once you get into Big Ten play, you lose a couple games. You know, things start to change. But well, know, somebody it, made a point. I think I might have been on Twitter that this team actually gets along. This is the first IU team in a while that likes each other, that plays for each other, that gets along. They do seem like they have Somehow pretty good chemistry. Somehow they had some chemistry that. issues the last few years. And again, yeah. I don't know if it's a Romeo thing, if it's a girlfriend thing, but they somehow now seem to be fighting for each other for the first time in a while. A wise man once said, don't shit where you eat. So, I mean, I don't well, know what else to say. No, I mean, this is kind of out of left field, I guess, a little bit. But you have a guy like Not Justin. Not you. He would never do that. I never go out of left field here. But you got a guy like Justin Smith who played 35 minutes, had four points and six rebounds. So, like, when you look at the stat sheet and you're like, oh, he didn't really make he didn't really make a, a big difference or wasn't a factor. That guy being happy with those stats and playing that that many minutes and I'm like, not sure make, he's happy. But uh, I, I think he makes – I think he – I think he gets – Accepting a role. I think he gets excited from watching him about playing defense. Well, I'm serious. Like I, I think that is, and I, I th- you know, like four point six rebounds. I mean, maybe I'm like I. Well, I, I, I said I, I was going out of left the field. More, here. The more, the more you play, the more you become what you are, and the more Justin Smith plays, the more he realizes, you know, I'm not Romeo Langford. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, he, he's not going to go out and give you twenty. Not Jawan Morgan. Yeah. You know, those are NBA players. Yeah. You know, one was a first round draft pick. One's you know grinding it out to make it. Um, Justin Smith's not an NBA player at this point, and probably won't be. And, that, and that's okay. A lot of guys don't make the NBA, but I think that Justin Smith, at some point, he's intelligent enough to realize, like, yeah, okay, maybe I'm not as good as I am, or I thought I was, and I've got to get better at this and that and the other. What he needed to get better at was being vocal, being a leader, and I think we're starting to see a little bit more of that. I'm, I'm encouraged. I, by there's it. more to go. Definitely. There, there's, there's yeah. much more to come. But I think you've got to have a leader on the floor, and Indiana just doesn't have that right now. I mean, now. it has to be Trace at this point in time, right? Well, I mean, but and that's, that's pretty wild to say, but it seems like. I mean, De- Devontae has up and down games. I think we knew he was going to be that kind of player. We knew he was going to be a streaky player. Um, you know, a guy like that gets hot at the end of the year. Yeah, it's but nice if he gets to have cold, though, he, get, he, he kind of shies away yeah. from everything. If he's not, if he's not going out but, there. But they're winning, they're winning games when he's not playing well. So, I mean, 
But you have to, generally, when you have that leadership, it's coming from the guard position, the lead guard position. Nowadays, definitely. And right now, we don't well, have that. That's got to be fantasy at some point in time. But it, it, does, need, it needs to be fantasy. It does have to be fantasy, and yeah. maybe we see that on Sunday with Arkansas, and maybe we see it at Maryland and Northwestern and Ohio State. You know, we'll see. But I think that you've got to see that type of leadership, and if you don't ever get that, I mean, you look at a, you know, you watch that Kentucky-Louisville game today, and Kentucky ended up winning in overtime. Um, you know, I think Kentucky's going to struggle because they don't have that lead guard now. They were at Rupp Arena. They were able to win that game. But I don't see it from Louisville either. But how many teams do you actually see that have that lead guard, the really alpha dog? Not many. One team that comes to mind that pains me to see, Butler. Yeah. Kamar Baldwin, the leader, alpha dog at the guard position, that that's the guy they look to at the end of the clock, just like Purdue had with Carson Edwards. They don't have it this year. Well, so I think I think Al Durham could and wants to be that guy. I think he – I mean – I love his energy, but he just doesn't uh, – He's not good enough. I mean, yeah, let's just call he, it what it is. Yeah. He wants to be, but he I He wants mean, to be. No, he, got, mean, he has great energy. He's I, just not – he's not a – he doesn't have a scores mentality. Um, Al Durham wasn't brought in to be the leader of Indiana basketball. Sure, sure, yeah. And no. no, no, I love Al, and I hope he sticks it up my ass. Yeah, I yeah, sort of yeah, with frankly, fearfully, yeah, sure, fearfully, sure. Yeah. Uh, with what I'm about to say, of that he's not good enough to be the leader on the floor, and I don't mean that in the sense of that he's just not good enough. He's just not good enough to be the number one. Yeah, right. Prove Romeo him Lang- wrong, Al. Prove him wrong. Yeah, man. exactly. Romeo Langford was the number one player. Uh, yeah. There mics on there, but uh, uh, number one player on the last year's team was Romeo Langford, but he didn't speak. Yeah, yeah. but if nobody else is going to step up, why not Al? I mean, somebody has to step up and be the man. I mean, and I, and, that's where I said and I, think I Trace, hope he proves me wrong. And I think Trace is actually doing that in a roundabout way. But but it has to be a, I, I believe it has to I be a guard. It has to be a guard. Not on this team. It's got to be anybody. Anybody who wants to say, this is what we're doing, this is what we stand for. We're fighting for each other. I wish, and I know this isn't like a perfect world. I Joey Bronco. Well, I wish. Mm, I, I wish. Joey. I wish Devonte Green would take that, and he's just not that kind of guy. I, I get that, um, but I wish he would take that on himself. And when he's having a bad game, get some rebounds and get some assists. Fill up the stat sheet, man. If you want to be a star player, like he's the brother of an NBA player, how does he not? Well, I mean, I think that you'll you'll see some better games from Devonte, and you'll see some games that make you scratch your head. But you know, Rat said it earlier. To start this whole thing, oh, it's got to start with Rob Fantasy. Yeah, it's going to have to. I mean, At he the knows that. Day, like, he knows he's that. the lead guard on yeah. this team, and he's going to have to be that person the rest of the way. And I love Al Durham, and I think he's a very, very, very good complimentary player. And if we're relying on him to be the number one guy night in, night out, I don't know if that's sustainable. I hope I'm wrong. And, and it's not a slight at Al. It's just fact. Yep. So at the end of the day, but going in the interior, that's the strength. Joy Brunk's mentality and what he brings to the game, and you know they're figuring he, out how I mean, to he use. He had fucking twenty-seven McUltras the other night, and I hope he did. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I don't care. No, I mean I, be ready to play tomorrow. I don't sh- care. Sure, and the mean, only reason you watch why the Rodman, I, you watch the Rodman he, documentary. Think he wasn't up under something that night too. I guarantee, <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee that. Yeah, the yeah. only reason why I don't I'll think Joey Brunk is that yeah. he's a transfer and he's not fought the fight that some of these guys have fought together in the last few years. 
So, so you don't it, like it, him because of that yourself? No, it, it's hard to view a leader as somebody that came in and didn't see what you guys nah, have shit, gone through the last nah, few years. Not who, if, who, if, who in the hell was leading the last couple of years, though? Yeah, they, yeah, need, but I'm they saying need a leader. They've gone through things the last few years together oh. as a team. You get some outside guy come in and say, hey, you know, we got to do this better. Like, you know, who the yeah, hell he you? keeps My, putting up 9 and 14. Can I that? throw this in there, uh, He keeps getting 14 rebounds can, in a game. Can I throw this in for Joey, though? He's been through more personally than most of us could imagine. That's right? true. As people. Yeah, that's And I true. think that that has made him grow up much faster than some. Yeah. So some people that may have said, oh, he doesn't have a work ethic or he doesn't do this or doesn't do that. Uh, maybe he had to grow wrong, up pretty quick right? over and, the last you know, two maybe, years. Yeah. You know, yes, whatever happened you know, with his dad was very tragic, and but it's made him become a, a more of an adult faster and i think on this team it's at least going to help them oh no it's a huge i disagree huge heavily with you rather what are you talking about he can't i'm saying that the leader has to come from a guy who's fought with these guys the last few years it has to come within he's fighting with them now man like i don't know he's see i disagree i think from a certain i i get where you're coming disagree from. with who who's side with are you rat. <laughs> yeah. i disagree with the rat yeah. because he hasn't been there but maybe you know joey comes in and says Gives a little different perspective of like, man, this guy's like from Hard Knock University. Like, this yeah. guy's been through some shit. Like, playing for Butler. Are you? Sucks, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not this year, but yeah, I get what you're saying. And and at the end of the day, that's so good. That was actually a good zinger. I love it. <laughs> I want to try to be politically correct here, but I think what Joey Brunk's bringing off the court to this team is going to help. Oh, I think it's court. fantastic. I'm not discrediting anything so, Joey's bringing. So, I'm saying the the. The flat-out leader of the team has to be one of the guys that it knows the guys the last few years. We know what you're, you're saying. You're calling Devontae Green out and saying be a fucking leader. Oh, any, anybody out has been on the team the last two years. So can it, oh, there's a good question so from Mize. Yeah. Can it be Trace Jackson Davis? He hadn't fought wars, do it. He hadn't hey, fought wars with him. Yeah, well, can we, can we, we know what on? you're saying, and you're wrong. It's it's like move. They're playing for the enemy. It's, it's so right. I want to close. The, cross those legs there, bub. Yeah. I want to close with this. I want to close with this. We need to start making some T-shirts. So I really, really, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. We need to get some sayings going on. And there's one that is stuck in my head. Trace Jackson, yes. (laughs) Trace Jackson Davis, yes. Yeah. Number one. A star is born. The measy. Well, we can leave that loose. I don't know if he's a star. (laughs) But I want to start making T-shirts. And I want you guys... If I make one, will you buy one from me? Well, here's the deal. So, <laughs> the Archie on no, the, we will Archie start making. On uh, hang on, we will start making T-shirts, and we have a good friend of ours who runs a great program down in Tennessee that can help us make T-shirts and also give back to charity. Yeah. So we. Yeah, will, I don't. I don't. So, want, I don't want the money. So we're, we're yeah. not just. We're not trying to make money on T-shirts. We all the profits will go to. Well. Well, the holiday season's over. Do you think, but, do you think uh, people are trusting this coming from a guy? No, I'm saying I want to know. He's giving I back. want Trace Jackson Davis. We don't want your money. We don't want your money. Yes. I'll take the money from the sports book. I don't know. You're hot right now. I want Trace Jackson Davis, yes. A star is born. And I'm thinking of one more that comes out of this. I don't know. The... Uh, yeah, take it to the, Twitter. See if some people throw out some. The white tank top, Archie Miller, John McClain t-shirt. About, <laughs> I'm in Nakatomi Plaza. They're turning my car into Swiss cheese. Archie <laughs> Miller. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know, guys. And this is talking to Hoosier Nation. Whoever the hell listen to this right. I don't know how in the hell we got to Archie Miller and John McClain. But I started looking at them side by side, and I actually kind of like what I'm seeing. They kind of look similar. Yeah. And and if Archie Miller. 
takes on that persona of John McClane and digs in, right? And he really just becomes the arch nemesis of the Big Ten. I, I've watched. I've watched. <laughs> You're so excited many, about this. I am so excited about after we win the Big Ten championship. I'm saying we're going to win it this year. He's in a tank top with two guns and a walkie-talkie with blood all over himself, saying whatever he wants to Yippee say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. I was hoping somebody would lead in there. No, no, guys. All, all things being equal, I just want to make the fucking tournament. I don't care. Yeah. Right. They will. But they'll they'll, they'll make it. They'll make the tournament. Yeah, they'll make they'll make the tournament. Did you guys talk about Red Boy and Drake's last weekend? Is frightful. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get a new follower. So thank you guys so much for listening. Help us get to six thousand Twitter followers. We need um, to get to six thousand. Shout out Indianapolis Cedar. Give Any, us a give us a give us a little give us a little sponsorship. Yeah, Indianapolis Cedar. If you want to go out and follow them on Instagram, Indianapolis Cedar, they've shown some great uh, follows. Last week they were at Kilroy's. Uh, this week they've been at, uh, I don't know where the fuck they've been at. It's Crew Cafe, Myelina, but they're good guys. I like them. Uh, they know what they're talking about. They show some good sandwiches, some good, you know, kind of things. And, you know, we're drinking Hennessy. We're uh, popping bottles, whatever. I really enjoy listening. Uh, <laughs> you enjoy the listeners? <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna cut off of that. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. And, and we're <laughs> gonna leave that. Right. Yeah. T- on the takeover here. We appreciate hey, you listening. Have a good night, Hoosier Nation. I'm drunk. Bye. Thank you so much. <laughs>